Hey, today's motivational quote comes from an unknown individual, but it's still extremely powerful. It says, if you want help, help others. If you want love, give it. If you want respect, show it. Whatever you want more of, start giving more of. So how does this apply to you as an English learner? Well, you want to learn more vocabulary, right? Which is why you listen to this podcast. You want to learn more English expressions. You want to speak English fluently. So you want to learn new methods and concepts and ideas, right? Well, according to this quote, in order for you to learn more, you have to give more. And that means whenever you learn a new word, whenever you learn a new expression, teach it to someone. Find one person when you learn a new formula, maybe from my YouTube videos on Speak English with Tiffany. When you learn anything, share it with at least one person. And just like this quote says, when you give, you actually will be helping yourself as well. Trust me, it works. When I was learning Korean, if I helped someone else by teaching them what I learned, I would immediately grasp the idea or the word better. So once again, I want to read this quote to you and I want you to remember this. If you want help, help others. If you want love, give it. If you want respect, show it. Whatever you want more of, start giving more of. And remember that that applies to your English journey as well. Help more, and you'll learn more. Welcome to the Speak English with Tiffany podcast, a podcast especially created for intermediate and advanced English learners. In this podcast, you will hear new English words, expressions, and so much more. You will also learn how to think creatively in English and express yourself like a native English speaker. This podcast will take your English ability to the next level and help you to be more confident and more fluent when you speak in English. Are you ready? Well then, let's jump right in. Hey everyone, this is Teacher Tiffany and I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Now, in today's episode, you are going to learn new vocabulary words and expressions that will help you speak English fluently. Now, our words for today and our expressions are infantile, adolescence, child's play, and sleep like a baby. All right, but before we jump into the episode, I want to tell you about today's English resource. That's right. Today's English resource is my Master English Tips package. Now, I've told you before that this package is amazing. If you want to speak English fluently, if you want to learn the key secrets to actually speaking like a native English speaker, and if you want my best tips You need to get the master English tips package. Everything is organized into beautiful PDFs and easy to understand. So go to www.studywithtiffany.com 
right now and get your master English tips package. Trust me, you are going to love it. All right. Now, are you ready? All right. Let's jump right in. Now, our first vocabulary word for today is infantile. One more time after me, infantile. Excellent. Now, this word just means of or relating to infants or infancy or something that is suitable to or characteristic of an infant. In English, we say infantile. Now, I'm going to tell you something that I saw on television a while back that actually shocked me a bit. You see, there are lots of programs on TV. And one day I was having lunch and I decided to turn on the television to a show that I had never seen before. It was on TLC. That's a station here in America. And it caught my attention because there was a man, he was a full grown man, but he was wearing baby clothes. Like he had a diaper on and he seemed to be moving around like a child. So as I continued watching the program, I saw that he was even married. He slept in a crib, not with his wife. And the wife was telling the interviewer, yes, he just one day decided that he wanted to be a baby and he wanted to wear diapers. He wanted to sleep in his crib and the infantile behavior of this man just continued as the days went on. Now I was baffled because again, it was very weird to see a grown man acting like a baby, but as the show progressed, he didn't change. He was sucking his thumb. He wanted a pacifier. He literally was acting like a baby. It was also shocking that his wife was okay with his infantile behavior. Now I could not have done what she was doing, but people have different struggles and different challenges. And I can honestly say having a husband who is displaying infantile behavior is quite a big challenge. Now, maybe you've seen someone as well that displayed infantile behavior. All right. So I think you understand now how to use this word, but let me give you some more example sentences, some example sentences that will help you understand how to use this word properly. Now, sentence number one, the infantile behavior of the boy made me question his maturity. Sentence number two, Susan's behavior was infantile, even though she was already 10 years old. And sentence number three, Richard and his friends played infantile board games every Saturday night. Now, remember all the sentences, definitions, and everything that I'm giving you in this episode If you want to review, don't worry. All you have to do is go to www.speakenglishwithtiffany.com forward slash podcasts. All of the podcast information can be found on my website. So don't worry. You can practice and study there. Okay. Well, let's move on to the next vocabulary word. The next vocabulary word is adolescence. One more time after me, adolescence. Excellent. 
Now, adolescence just refers to the stage of life of a young person in the process of developing from a child into an adult. So it's kind of like the teenage years, you know, when you're a teenager, 16, 17, be 15 as well. The stage of life where you're in the process of developing from a child into an adult. We call that process, that stage, we call that adolescence. Now, I want to tell you about some adolescents that I worked with when I was in South Korea. I worked with literally thousands of individuals and I taught English to thousands of individuals while I was in South Korea. But there are certain classes, certain groups of people that I remember even until this day. And this group of adolescents, they are one of those groups. So I remember the first day I met this group of adolescents. I remember walking into the classroom and they were all kind of spread out in the classroom. Their chairs were kind of disorganized. They, they weren't in a row. They were just talking to each other. Their backpacks were just kind of thrown on the floor. And I walked into the room and they just looked at me and I said, okay, all right. I realized that this was going to be an interesting class to teach. So I walked in and I closed the door behind me and I said, okay, I need everyone to please get in your seat properly and turn your desks toward me. They did it. They were respectful, but I could tell they didn't really want to. They turned their chairs towards me and they still kind of had the posture of, we don't know who you are, lady. We don't really care, but we have to be here because our parents told us to be here. And I understood because they were adolescents during when you're an adolescent, you kind of have this feeling of, I want to express myself, but I'm not an adult yet. And I still have to listen to adults, but I don't like it. So I said, okay, instead of me trying to force these individuals to do what I say, I said, let me just ask them, Hey, how are you today? What did you all do in school? What kind of music do you like? And I proceeded to ask them lots of questions about their lives. And I started to see a change again, these young people that were going through adolescence, they had, you know, feelings of being misunderstood at times. I could see that they were kind of opening up and over the next few weeks, they started to change. Now, when I opened the door, they would smile and say, Hey, teacher Tiffany, I said, okay, we're seeing some changes, but it was all because I showed interest in them. And instead of being misunderstood, they felt like someone finally understood them and cared about them. Now we had a great time. Again, they were still teenagers, still going through their adolescent period. So we had those days where I had to remind them, Hey guys, you still have to be respectful, but they weren't bad kids. And this is what happens sometimes when young people are going through adolescence, it's a little bit difficult, but it takes an adult to understand them, to make them feel like they matter. All right. Now I want to give you some other example sentences using this word adolescence. So sentence number one, adolescence is difficult because one is still a child yet in the beginning stages of adulthood. Sentence number two, in adolescence, many suffer from skin problems such as acne and sentence number three. In adolescence, many feel alone and misunderstood. All right, you got it, right? So again, one more time after me, adolescence. Excellent. All right, now let's move on to our expressions for today. 
Our first expression is child's play. One more time after me. Child's play. Excellent. Now this expression literally just means an easy task. Something that is super easy. You could do it with your eyes closed. It's not difficult at all for you. Some people would say frying an egg is child's play. It's so easy, right? Well, let me tell you about something that has become child's play for me. So when I was growing up, I've told you many times that I was the artist. I was always known as the artist in the group because I loved to draw and I still enjoy drawing and painting right now. But when I was growing up, I wasn't as good as I am right now because I was learning. I studied tons of books. I would go to the library and get art books and I would copy every drawing that was in the book. Every book I had, I would draw what I saw and I would try to shade and try to paint things the way that the author of the book had drawn and painted the things. So I spent several hours, hundreds of hours practicing my craft and perfecting my skills as an artist. So now as an adult, when my niece says, Titi, that's what she calls me. Titi, can you tell me or show me how to draw this or can you show me how to draw that I can show her very easily because it's child's play for me now it's so easy for me to draw and I have confidence in my artistic abilities because I practice so much I perfected my skills so now hey for example drawing a dog is child's play for me now it's so easy because I practiced for a long time now, there may be some things that are child's play for you as well now because you practice for a long time. Maybe the frying of the egg. It's child's play for you, right? Okay, now I think you get what child's play actually means. So let's go to the sentences and let me explain how to use this expression in some sentences. Sentence number one, Karen was excited about the new account because she had done work like this before. It was definitely going to be child's play. Sentence number two. If you're not confident at cooking, I have a really simple recipe for tomato soup. It's child's play. And sentence number three. The new computer system is child's play. I learned how to use it in a couple of hours. Makes sense, right? Okay, so one more time after me. Child's play. Excellent. Very good. Now, our next expression is one that I like very much, and I'll explain why. Here's the expression. Sleep like a baby. One more time after me. Sleep like a baby. Good job. Now, this literally means to sleep very well. Have you ever seen a baby sleeping? It's amazing. They just look like they're at peace. They sleep so peacefully. So when you sleep really good, you have a good night's rest. We say you are sleeping like a baby or you slept like a baby. Now, let me tell you something about my sleep patterns. So <laughs> my friends have an ongoing joke when it comes to me and sleep. 
So let me tell you one time, my friend and her husband, um, they actually had to stay at my apartment. This was when I was in Korea because they were in Korea for my graduation. So they needed a place to stay and they stayed with me. So I let my, my friend and her husband, I let them both, well, both of them are my friends, but I let them stay in my room and I stayed in the living room. So they stayed for a couple of days and one evening, um, my friend and I, the female, the, the wife, she decided to watch a movie. And so her husband, he said, okay, well, I'll play some video games in the living room. Tiff, you just go in the room with her and you guys can watch a movie. Now it was about 10 o'clock and my friends knew me very well. So my friend, uh, her name is Janelli. Janelli said, Tiff, now you know how you are when it comes to late night movies. I said, no girl, I'm good. I got a, 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 a good amount of rest the previous day, the previous night. And I had a little nap today, so I'm okay. I can stay awake. She said, Tiff, are you sure? I said, yes. So we selected a movie. We had our little snacks. We had the, the computer set up. The movie was ready. I was wide awake. She was wide awake. She hit play. And I woke up an hour later. <laughs> I woke up an hour later to her looking at me and saying, for real, Tiff? You fell asleep before the movie even started. <laughs> she said, and you were sleeping like a baby. Like you were in the most peaceful sleep. How do you do that? So of course we both laughed and I said, I didn't even realize I fell asleep. So my friends have told me I have this ability to fall asleep very quickly. Like within a minute I can fall asleep and I am knocked out and I sleep really good. Like I woke up. I, I tried to stay awake for the second half of the movie. It was, a, it was a struggle. But when I wake up in the morning, I feel rested because at night I sleep like a baby. I have always slept really well at night when I'm taking a nap. It's, it's a blessing, I'll be honest, to be able to sleep like a baby. So yes, my friends know late at night, it's hard for me to watch a movie with them. But early in the morning, it's a-okay. <laughs> All right, so maybe you sleep like a baby as well. Here we go. Let's look at some sentences using this expression. Sentence number one. I have very restful nights because I can really sleep like a baby. Sentence number two. After getting a full night's rest, I am so grateful for being able to sleep like a baby. And sentence number three, Mindy had a difficult few weeks with insomnia. She wished she could sleep like a baby if only for one night. All right. So one more time after me, here we go. Sleep like a baby. Excellent. So you understand how to use the expressions and also how to use the vocabulary words properly. And I think you know what time it is. Come on. Come, uh, come on. Rock with me. Go left. Go right. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, it's story time. Come on. It's story time. Here we go. Come on. It's story time. Come on. Hey. Hey, it's story time. Come on. It's story time. Come on. <laughs> it's story time. Yes, it is story time. Time. You all know how much I love story time. During story time, I use the words and expressions from the episode to make a creative story. Now, I hope you enjoy today's story and I hope it helps you 
understand even more the words and expressions that you learned today. All right, so again, we had infantile, adolescence, child's play, and sleep like a baby. All right, so I'm going to tell you a story about a girl named Wilma. Now, Wilma was a very amazing woman. Wilma had a passion for people. Wilma loved working with individuals and she actually decided to become a therapist. She helped people through their problems, through their struggles, and she was a very good listener. But Wilma really had a love and passion for children with disabilities, physical and mental. And one specific group of children she enjoyed working with because she realized they could understand more than other people realized were children struggling with reality. Children who didn't realize they were bigger and didn't realize they weren't babies anymore. You see, there are a group of children that she came in contact with who thought they were babies, even though in years they were about seven years old, eight years old, nine years old, 10 years old, they still thought they were babies. And these young children, these individuals displayed infantile behavior on a daily basis, which meant they were not easy to deal with. If you had a nine-year-old acting like an infant, it would be hard to adjust to that situation. But Wilma had a real gift when it came to children struggling with these disabilities, these mental disabilities. So one day when Wilma was going to work, she was introduced to a young man who was in his adolescence phase, his adolescence period, but he was struggling with the same mental disability. You see, he looked like he was an adolescent. He looked like a 15 or 16 year old boy. And he actually was in years, 16 years old. However, his mind, because of his mental disability, he always displayed infantile behavior. When she walked in the room, she saw that he had a diaper on. She saw that he was walking around the room with his thumb in his mouth. And Wilma realized that she had to connect with this young boy. She had to find a way into his mind to help him truly express what he wanted to say. So Wilma walked over to him and again, she was very cautious. She didn't want him to be startled. Just like you wouldn't approach a baby very quickly and just kind of pick them up if you didn't know the baby or if you didn't know the parents. So Wilma spent some time with this young man. And one day when Wilma was spending time with the young man, he picked up what looked like a puzzle, but it wasn't a regular puzzle. It was a unique puzzle. It was like a 3d puzzle. Now Wilma was not familiar with 3d puzzles and she assumed that because of this young man's infantile behavior, he wouldn't know how to do it either. But then she watched and he proceeded to solve the puzzle in under 60 seconds. And that's when Wilma realized, wait a minute. If this 3D puzzle is child's play for this young man, when it would be difficult for an adult, there's something about this young man that's amazing that we have to tap into. She realized that yes, he was displaying infantile behavior, but there was something about him, something that needed to come out. 
So Wilma continued to spend time with him and she would bring him harder and more difficult 3D puzzles. And each time he treated them like they were child's play and finished them and completed them within 60 seconds. So Wilma spoke to many doctors and asked them what they thought. And she told them about his infantile behavior, but about his special skills with solving these 3D puzzles. And they said, okay, Tiffany, please bring him in. We want to check his sleep pattern. So Wilma got permission to bring him in, Wilma, to bring the young man into the doctors. And the doctors decided, you know, after speaking to his parents as well, that they were going to check his sleep patterns. They put him to sleep and they expected him to have really bad nights, really bad sleeping patterns. But instead they realized he was sleeping like a baby. And it looked like when he was asleep, he was at peace. He was having wonderful dreams and he would smile as he was sleeping. He really enjoyed whatever was going on in his mind. So over the next several months and several years, Wilma continued to work with this young man and his parents. And even though his infantile behavior continued, Wilma was able to help him become the greatest math genius that ever lived. And all of this happened because Wilma was willing to pay attention to a young man that everyone seemed to have given up on. Did you hear all the words? <laughs> it felt like a movie, didn't it? It felt like a real movie. Did you hear infantile and adolescence, child's play and sleep like a baby? Good. I know you heard them. And again, even to me, it felt like it was really a movie. <laughs> now, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Remember to get the master English tips package so that you can start improving your English fluency and you can get my best tips in this amazing package. I hope you enjoy it. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to continue improving your English fluency, all you have to do is click the link in the description to get today's special English resource. This has been Teacher Tiffany with the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Until next time, remember to speak English.